I'm Aria Schwartz, along with my co-host, Rachel Galligan, and welcome to the Windsider Show, where it's all about the W. We are very honored to be talking with WNBA legend and head coach of the New York Liberty, Katie Smith. like our show, please consider joining our Patreon community for less than a cup of coffee a month. You can directly show support for the hard work we do covering the W. Very honored, like I said, this episode uh, for our first guest, our first real guest of the season. We have one of the most infamous names in all the WNBA, Katie Smith, and current head coach of the New York Liberty. Katie, say hi to the folks and welcome to the show. (laughs) Hello, everybody. Thanks for having me. As always, I'm here with Rachel. Rachel, why don't you also say hi? Hi, everybody. Glad to be here. <laughs> so, <laughs> Rachel hates when I make her say hello to everyone. I hate it. I hate it so much. She just wants to talk basketball. So let's let's dive right in. And the focus of this episode as we talk, Katie, is is really about the growth of this team as you've taken over as coach. And something I always am so curious when talking to coaches is when someone takes over, obviously, or... I mean, you obviously have aspirations to win the championship your first year, but I think it would be almost unrealistic or naive to think that it would just happen like that. You walked into a a respected roster with some of the greatest players in the league right now, just Tina Charles right off the top of my head. But, you know, obviously you have a game plan of how you want to do over the first few years of the season. How do you feel, or not of the season, of your career as head coach, how do you feel this team has been doing and, and kind of, What's your growth mindset or couple year plan for this team? Yeah, I mean, we we always want to be competitive. And, you know, I think the league in general, from top to bottom, it's so tight and very little separates each team that every given night, you know, you're, you're battling. And if you don't show up both mentally and physically, then you're going to get beat. And, and that's what makes it so much fun. But it also makes it very, very hard because um, the margin for error is small. You know, for me, it's, it's to, to go out every night and to, to be prepared to to execute the game plan to give maximum effort um, in everything that you do. It's it's not about being perfect. It's not about um, doing everything exactly right or making every shot. It's it's more about finding a way to get the job done. And you know, I think that we've from last year to this year have, have created our energy, the pace that we play at, the defense I think has is increased. We still a lot a lot of room for improvement in those areas. That's why we're a little inconsistent, would like to be more consistent, um, and definitely want to be able to score the ball easier and, and better. We're, you know, field goal percentage, you know, even prior to me taking over was never top of the league and something that we, we always had to hang our hat on defense, and that's something I have no problem with. Um, but we do have to find easy ways to put the ball in the hole to be able to, you know, not put so much pressure on our defense. But, again, we want to build. We want to grow our young players. We want to make sure that we're – adding people in the draft um, and then going out there and executing, competing. And honestly, it's competing every night and and trying to be the best team we can. Coach. Hey, this is Rachel. So happy to have you on. Um, You know, you talked about, you talked about defense um, and and towards the end of June into the early part of July, you guys hit a pretty good little stride um, and a four game win streak. And, And during that time, I was kind of breaking down some numbers and, you know, you were really holding teams to, I think it was like under 78, points a game 
um, which at that time was mm-hmm. some of the best defensive output I think we've seen, um, especially out of this year. Um, and, and I think the interesting part to me with this team is you, you, you talked about offense, you talked about defense, and I think like when you're defending – um, obviously that that's a huge part of as to winning games and being able to hold teams down, you know, in the, in the seventies is huge, but, um, offensively talk, talk to me a little bit about just the versatility you guys have had, you know, that, like, that, like there's been so much, we've talked about, you know, Liberty being kind of a one trick pony. There's so much on Tina, Tina's shoulders, but it's not really the case this year. You're, you're seeing so much more versatility from a scoring standpoint. Yeah, and it's as you said, the defense needs to be a, an everyday thing and as consistent as possible. But you know, Tina is definitely a pillar and, and somebody who we go through, who gets a lot of attention, who gets a lot of touches, um, and continue to need to to have her be aggressive um, on the offensive end. But you're right; I think Kia Nurse has built on her rookie season, her overseas season. Um, you know, both overseas in, in Australia and then when she played with the Canadian national team at the World Cup. And coming in, she worked on her game. Her mid-range game is better. Um, she constantly puts pressure on the defense. Uh, and, you know, people know her as a three-point shooter, so now she's got to read it, right? They're going to run her off the three-point line. Now you got to put the ball on the floor and then make, make a play, whether it's you scoring or you finding somebody. I think her mindset of, of being that next scorer and, and another threat has just, you know, kind of continued to grow from her rookie season. Um, you know, Durr, I think Asia Durr has, she just kind of slid right in. And, you know, her skill set really is a, a pro skill set. There's nothing in this league that really is like, oh, my gosh, a surprise. Like, will she be able to handle it? The kid knows how to play. She knows how to score the ball. She can shoot it, you know, all levels. Um, she's got another burst, I think, in her. Well, sometimes she'll take off and, and accelerate and get to the rim, and you're like, man, you know, that is <laughs> – it's wild. So like her scoring and um, that stuff. And also in the defensive end, I've been pretty impressed with Asia on the defensive end of being able to chase folks. Now it's a lot, a lot different in the sense that she's going to guard somebody every single night. That's uh, you know, one of the better players. Um, and that's a lot of work. And I know, you know, rookies, it's a, it's a long grind from their college season to the pros, but I think she's done an excellent job and somebody who we need to stay aggressive and to be also a threat and an attack mentality every single time. Um, you know, I think Zowie's had a good year. I think Rashonda Gray, you know, I think, I think Beck Allen, you know, before she got her hand, um, you know, broke her hand was, was really doing that. We need to get her back and finally have, you know, Hartley's here after her uh, European championships and now uh, Maureen uh, Johannes. So we finally got our whole squad, but I think we do have a deep team. Um, and I'd love for us to push pace to continue to attack things, get easy buckets. But again, we've got to put the ball in a hole. We're not doing that as consistently as we'd like to. Um, and again, that puts a lot, a lot of pressure on your defense if you're not locked in or if somebody has one of those nights. Can you talk to me about how you decide your front court rotation? Because I am always, I mean, I like to put on the head coach hat and be like, oh, they should do this, they should do this. But I'm always shocked at how intelligent you come off in those lineups. I, it's it's hard. Um, you're 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 balancing a lot of things. It's it's you know what's your best lineups in the sense of. So sometimes you think, all right, who's good at pick and rolls and who can handle the ball under pressure? Who you might have a shooter that isn't great at pick and rolls, so you don't want to have two people out there that can't handle the ball under pressure well enough, um, but they can space the floor. And and your PG, there's times where. You need a thinker and you need somebody who's going to get you in sets. And then sometimes you need a disruptor who's going to fly up and down and just get in the gaps and, and create off the dribble because you just need to break the defense down. Um, you know, post players, it's 
you know, do you need a little size? Do you need somebody who can stretch it so you can open up the paint and, and, and open those lanes up? So it's, it, there's a lot to it. Um, and also the energy and the defense and making sure that you're executing and, and locked in and ready to start the game, which, you know, there's points we're not as consistent as we'd like. Of We've had some games that started out really, really well. We've had some we've kind of not. And then the third quarter has also been a, a quarter that hasn't been great to us and not, it hasn't, been great to us we we haven't come out ready to go and usually get popped um so we've been playing around with that as well of trying to figure out maybe what would work what maybe some changes will work but trying to keep always the, the thing for us and coaches is to make sure everybody knows that their number is going to be called and to make sure that no matter what's happening whether you start or don't start or when you come in that you're always locked in and ready to make an impact and then, you know, you'll, you'll end up playing and, and having a huge, um, make a difference in the ball game. I'm curious about, you know, obviously WNBA, you have so many moving parts because there's, there's constant, you know, players coming from overseas. There's, there's, there's so many different obligations that players kind of have to, you know, every team's facing it at one point or another, whether it's early in the season or late in the season. Um, you know, you talked about Zowie B. She's really stepped it up to another another level, especially in, in certain games. But um, how much has that, you know, affected you? I mean, you know, you guys hit that, that bit of a stride there, those four games. Um, and then, and you know, she, she, she's been gone. Hartley's been gone. Um, you know, when you have players coming in and out, how much does that affect this team in particular? Um, kind of your, not necessarily chemistry, but just kind of the, the flow you guys feel. Has, has that been a big adjustment um, with them returning to the team? Yeah, it's, it is an adjustment. It's not, um, it's not something I really think about. Cause I guess being, I feel like being a player or being around sports this whole time, it's, it's kind of nature of the beast, right? People get hurt, they leave the team, people get healthy, they come back. You know, it's just like this, you know, you're somewhat used to the next man up. So I kind of, I approach it that way where it's like, all right, it, it's a, it's an opportunity for the next person to get minutes and um, for them to, to earn that spot and to show what they can do and while, while in their absence. Um, it is an adjustment because then when they come home, you have to kind of teach the offenses that you're already taught and maybe new stuff you put in. Um, and then the rotations change. Um, some people, you know, Johannes hadn't been here. Um, Bria for a little bit and left. Zowie was here and left. So you do end up getting in a little bit of a rhythm with who you have. And it is disrupted when people come back, not in a bad way. It's just that there's another rhythm and a rotation and a style that you've got to kind of get back to, you know, honing it in and get everybody on the same page or allow them to have time together. So it's not easy for any of us because all of us kind of deal with it, each team. Um, but I think there is a there is a point when they everybody like your 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 team changes whether people leave or they come back that takes a minute for it to get going again and everybody kind of mm-hmm. you know, looking on all cylinders. So something that I wanted to ask and I feel we'd be remiss if we didn't. There's been a lot of talk about Asia Durr, um, and I think a lot of conspiracy theories you might even say. Uh, and I think it stemmed from some people noticing that she wasn't on an injury list before the game and after the game they saw her on the injury list and. People love to roll, roll with this. Can you once and for all speak to that and 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 tell us what what's on your mind about that? Yeah, no, it, it it's it's crazy how it's uh, it can kind of take a life of its own. But honestly, it's literally a communication gap of you know Asia Durr had a groin strain, um, got it in the Vegas game, and literally we're going day to day because strains are those type of injuries that they 
they're their own thing for each person. So it really was a game time decision. Um, didn't know if she was going to play or not play and obviously didn't, it didn't get everything done. So just a communication gap and she's just been trying to work her way back into getting into, you know, feeling better, well enough to get into a game. Um, nah, she's nothing. She's been an amazing kid and a communicate kid, I guess she is. <laughs> but she's um, honestly just a super human being and, uh, you know, is ready to just chomping at the bit to get back. Coach, we, we appreciate you clearing that up um, once and for all. <laughs> it's nice to have, uh, to put that to rest, I'm sure. Yeah. Make sure that we, uh, we help clear the air in that as well. But um, you know me, back to my, my basketball talk. Um, <laughs> I'm 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 really curious just about this team. I, I I have been very vocal about you guys being one of the most dangerous teams in the league. I had a lot of people want to come at me, but I don't think they understand what I'm really saying. Um, you guys impressed me because I think at any given night you can beat anyone, and I and I know that's the case with the league in general. Um, it is, but at the same time, you know I don't think you could have necessarily said that last year. Um, at least every night with this team and um, obviously the makeup of other teams. But I really I really feel like this Liberty team, when you guys are clicking on all cylinders and, and playing well, um, you can run through anybody from top to bottom. And so that that's why, in my opinion, I, I did say that just for all the listeners for the 800th time. That's why I feel that way about the Liberty. But I want to ask you just personally, um, when you guys are – playing at full capacity when you guys are clicking on on all cylinders what what does that look like like what are the things you guys have to do well to be successful yeah and I, and I agree like I you know even when we had folks gone and, and I, I still felt like we should win every night and I and the reason I do feel like our team is a versatile team I think we have bigs that can guard and go up against a Griner and Cambage and Asia Wilson and, and they're Big, I mean, they're foes that are tough to, to battle, but I think we have people who can match up. And if we are locked in and playing hard and meeting people early um, and flying around, I think we can guard them. I also feel like we have bigs and guards that can switch. We can switch with a Seattle or Deladon and, and, and be able to keep people in front and, and do that. So I think defensively we match up well with a lot of different styles. I think we can pound it inside on the offensive end. I think we can stretch the floor and we have guards that can knock down. We don't have a lot of big guards, but Beck Allen has proven to be a really good post-up guard with her length. Um, we have some shooters. Um, you know, we have a couple um, guards that can break down the defense. So I think we have positions and pieces and can score in a variety of ways. But I also think we can guard in a variety of ways too, depending on the style that people play. Now, the, the biggest thing for us is the, the effort and the um, focus every night. And that's where we need to be more consistent. And, and it's defense is just about flying around and covering for each other and giving it all you got and then finishing it off with a rebound. And that's something that we are inconsistent on. And then on the offensive end, it's we got to push tempo, but we can't. We got to take care of the basketball, which is another piece for us. That games that we've done well at, we've you know have success, and in other games it hasn't been real pretty. Um, so again, the concentration on the offensive end. But the reason why I, I agree with you, but again, we have to show up every night and do it. Is consistency is a big piece, but I do think we have a versatility um, on both ends to be able to kind of attack people or take away things or at least match up well enough with almost every mm-hmm. team in some way. Well, then looking ahead, you've got a big one tomorrow hosting uh, the Sparks at home. Um, 
you know, the Sparks are an interesting team because they've, they've obviously had a great deal of adversity with their, amongst their roster and injuries and um, coming off a, coming off a pretty solid mm-hmm. win um, last night uh, against, against the wings um, or yesterday against the wings. I'm, I'm curious um, that matchup kind of uh, without giving away all your tricks, all of your secrets. Um, what, what, what are some keys to that one uh, that we can give the listeners headed into that game? Yeah, and I, you know, I watched a little bit of that. Dallas, I mean, they play hard on the right. defensive end, flying around and rebounding. I mean, they were, were in, I mean, they could have, should have, would have, you know, probably could have got out of there with a the win, but they played really, really hard. Um, so for tomorrow for us is we got to, we got to bring the effort on the defensive end. Like Chelsea Gray is one of the best point guards in the, in the world. Um, not only finding people and throwing passes and seeing stuff that you don't think you see, and then also being able to hit big shots when needed. I mean, she literally is. When you say, what do they run and get in the game? Um, when they need a bucket, it's get it to Chelsea Gray. Yeah. Every and time. It's a one-on-one. She's got that high-release fadeaway shot that she hits. Or if you put too much attention or your ball watch, she's finding somebody else. Um, and she is really a problem and, and just is just so savvy. So, but, so obviously it's her. It's containing her, um, protecting the paint making them, again, contested jump shooters, but NECA and Shanae, keeping them off the uh, boards, uh, making sure that we're not allowing them to get extra possessions. Um, you know, so those are two areas, and then taking care of the basketball and going at them, you know, challenging them, not allowing, don't don't get caught up in jump, being a jump shooting mm-hmm. team. You know, they, they fly around pretty well and, and uh, get their hands on a lot of things, but we need to attack them and take it at them. They're not deep. Um, they're not big, big, but we, we need to be strong with it and go at them on the offensive end in all the ways, inside, outside. Uh, but defensively, we got to get back, make them play against, you know, bodies, put bodies in front of Chelsea Gray, in front of, you know, make sure we know where the shooters are with Mabry, and then make sure that we're having Cheney and Neca um, and Kalani Brown shoot over us, taking shots over us and not getting easy buckets uh, at the rim. So for our last question, I have a fun one. I'm sure you've been asked this a million times, but it racks my brain. How hard of a transition was it for you going from being on the court and being able to physically affect the issues you see going on with your team versus having to step back and, and talk about it? <laughs> it is hard in the, in the sense of the frustration of like, ah, like, you know what I mean? Like they don't see it, they don't, you know, but, but you always are like, okay, how do you, how do you teach it? How do you say it? How do you, how do you show up? Does video work? Does you have to drill it? Do we, you know, you, you're always constantly um, just thinking about, okay, well that didn't work. Boom. This, okay. That didn't work. You know? So it's like, you're always trying to take it back and trying to give them what they need. Um, but when you think you laid it out clearly and it still doesn't happen is when you just are like, you know, you remember all the stuff your, your coaches used to tell you like, can't want it more than you and can't, can't you know all these all these cliche things that you heard over the years that they're like oh my gosh but also when they do the things or at least or try to do the things that they're um, capable of that you want them to do when they cover for each other and they're flying around and and they you see that that joy of like figuring it out it just makes it it's, it's amazing um, to put them in a position to to help them win um, because it really is us working together, and that's what's fun about it, is that you're still, I see things in my world, you know, what I see, this is what I like, this is what I, you know, think that may work, but it's nice to see and hear, all right, 
is this what this is what you guys got to be bought in? This is what we're doing. All right, this is what we're doing. All right, let's let's get this done and we'll tweak it as we go. So it's 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 a lot of fun, but it is hard because you really cannot. Um, you really do have to speak it and show it and um, say it in a way that they understand. Um, and it's sometimes, you know, what you see and they see <laughs> two different things. Um, but it's it's just a lot of fun to be able to compete um, still in this way with this group. Um, and then every day you're literally just trying to figure out how to get better and what to do, work on that can help them, you know, going forward and help us correct some of the things we need to correct. I, I'm just honestly really impressed with your demeanor on the sidelines because, you know, you see a lot of um, <laughs> former high level competitive players, even myself back when I was coaching, like I would like pop blood vessels in my head because it's like, it's like you just lose, you feel like you, you want to have that control, but you can't. And you're always over there. So cool, calm, collective, at least. Yeah, I don't know about that. now you gotta ask her about that. And, um, I have well, you know moments, but overall, it's you know you just calls and little things. You do get frustrated, but you also I do like I wish I was a little cooler all the time because you want, you want them to you don't want to work them up any more than they already are. And, and I always know that they're trying to do what they're being asked. And I know that when things aren't going well, they don't want to be beat up anymore. So you do try to try to keep yourself in check to make sure that you're giving them what they need and, and understand when you need to light them up a little bit. And, um, you know, so it's, it's a fine line. Um, but, you know, you're always trying to tap them on the back and, and, you know, keep it up, like go out there and finish this thing off. But it's a, it is interesting. Some days you stand, some days you sit, some days you, you don't know what to say. So it's a, always interesting. I'm always curious why people, why coaches are standing or sitting or what goes in behind that. It's very interesting. You know, what I always thought before, I, I always wonder, I was like, man, I wonder what I'll be like. And I don't even know now. Like some days it's just, all right, let me sit down and not pace. Other days you're up and at it. Part of it's communication. Part of it's being able to yell out what the other team's running. If you have the calls, it's just some of it's just some of it's to holler at a ref. You know, it's um, it's just yeah. There's I don't know if there's a rhyme or reason to anybody else. There's not a whole lot to mine except for maybe what's going on at that moment. Um, but yeah, it's, it is a little interesting uh, to watch every, all of us in our own little worlds. Well, so. coach, thank you so much. We know you've got a big one. You've got to uh, get prepping for tomorrow, but thank you for coming on the show. Um, we, we appreciate your time so much and, and best of luck this second half of the season and enjoy a little bit of the all-star break. Yeah. Um, again, thank you. thank you for coming on the show. We appreciate it. Appreciate you guys a lot. So keep keep it up. Thank you. Thank you. As always, we believe the players of the W and its community deserve the same in-depth analysis and respect that men's sports receive on a daily basis. Please consider joining our Patreon community to help support us in the hard work that we do.